few few thoughts of the use. The first one I, ha- I thought, which I uh, had um, said recently. So about a, so two or three years ago, my wife introduced me to something called a vanity mirror, a makeup mirror, <laughs> makeup mirror. So I'd never seen a makeup mirror. Powder room. Also lights around it. Yeah. So it has lights, and and, and the and the mirror is magna- magnified. Oh, yeah. So I had this aura, like, why would you want a mirror which is going to be bright and magnify all of your perfections? Like, you look in the mirror and you see, like, you don't see a pimple, you see, like, a gigantic monster, <laughs> right? You know, like, like that's the purpose of the mirror, right? right? So why are we okay with that? Why are people okay with that? It would be pretty depressing, you know, like, you know, like, I thought I had a little pimple, and I realized it's like the size of the, you know, you know Mount Everest, right? So the reason why we're okay with it is because we think we can fix it, right? And the purpose of magnifying is to fix it. Now, theoretically, the person would see too many imperfections. They can either have one of two reactions. They can either be Miyayish, they really look bad. Or alternatively, they could just like sit there and stare at it and, and harp on it again and again. How bad I look! How bad I look! How bad I look! How bad I look! Right? You know, like a, you know, this record playing over and over again, a broken record. But the real purpose of the mirror, obviously, is for the first one. So that's my Rosh Hashanah. Because I'll say Rosh Hashanah, Ari Yishi, Ari is Rosh Hashanah, Yishi is Yom Kippur. So Ari is Rosh Hashanah, there's this magnifying glass, fills and takes all of our imperfections and shines a light at them and magnifies them. You know, the whole year I sort of like ignore them. I was like, Rosh Hashanah, like, I have this big wart and my neshama. Right? And it's, there's a bright light shining at it. You can't ignore it. You see it clearly. And it's, exp- and it's expanded. It's magnified. So there could be, you could have one of three reactions. You can have the first reaction is, great, now I know what I have to fix. And I'm going to fix it. I could have, uh, I, you know, I, I'm horrible, I'm terrible, I'm, I'm evil, and I'm stuck, and I'm just going it's, to, it's, it's bad, it's all over. I, I'm just going to burn again, and I'm like that, you know, yeush. Or I could just sit there and be like, like the deer in the headlights. I thought I was like a perfectly wonderful person. And I don't realize how bad I am. And I just get stuck in this mode of like, I can't believe I have these problems. Like, you know, I'm not fixing them and I'm not being my eye. I'm just like, I'm just like stuck in the, in the mode. So what happens is the Bershman sends him Kippur. Yom Kippur is a, is a, is a Yeshua. Because the, the, this reaction is number two and number three are not very, not very good for you. Right? I'm a horrible person, it's not a good reaction. I'm just like a deer in the headlights, it's not a good reaction. Well, the reason why you have the first reaction as opposed to the two, because you believe you can you can clean you can wash it off. See, Yom Kippur is called Yom Kippurim, which means that it, it, it cleanses you. So if there wouldn't be a Yom Kippur afterwards, Rosh Hashanah would be would be debilitating. I, I would I would see this this gigantic mirror exposing all of my problems. I'd see all these warts and I'd be stuck with it. No, no, no. There's a way to fix it. There's actually a process how to fix it. So don't become paralyzed or don't become depressed and just, you know, demoralized, but rather it can be cleansed. Where in Rosh Hashanah do we see, do we, do we see ourselves looking at ourselves in that way, though? Right. In other words, the whole thing is so focused. And it's not 
I'm we're not looking internally in that. But that, that's true. But the mice it's a yamadin, and you know that's, that's confusing. <laughs> that, you know, so so whereas in the tefillah itself, we're not we're not focusing on that. We're focusing on the brush of his mouth, etc. You know, but those little things which creep into the middle, like zochrein lechayim and those type of things, where we're saying geval in the belt. So we're a unique nation that we don't focus on the din. With the mice we focus on the din, right? In other words, we know we're Ayman Bedin, we know we have problems, and we're coming to say Bresham is the Melech, and we're saying Gabal in the belt, that's not, we're not doing so great with that. I haven't done so great with the Bresham being the Melech in the last year. So, um, Revolva says the din of Rosh Hashanah is how much you makabal cause Baruch Hashanah, that's the whole din. Not what you did last year, right. not what you do later on in the year, just how much you makabal cause Baruch Hashanah. So, but I can't honestly answer that that I did so great with that either, right? There's when I, the more I'm aware of Kadosh Baruch Hu, the Ramam has this this Ramam has this cycle, and we spoke about this before, right? That we have this reaction to the awareness of Kadosh Baruch Hu, and it's a cycle. So. There's a mitzvah to love him and to, and to have awe from him. It's a person contemplates the person's creation that there's nothing comparable to it and the wonderful Beauty and wisdom, which is there. Yahu Oyev, Mushabeach, Umafoyer, Umisava Taibagdala, Leda Hashemagodo. So you have this reaction of love. The Bresham is awesome. He's wonderful. He's, it's such a beautiful world. It's such a great place to be, etc. Kushimachashi, Bedwar Mahalo Atzman, and when a person contemplates these exact same things, Yahu Nirsa Lahurov, Vyore, he jumps back. He realizes that he's, he's a nothingness compared to Gadish Boru. Okay. So, and, and, and you know, so, and the cycle continues. The way I see it, the next step of the cycle is. I have this love to Kodesh Baruch that he has such a wonderful world and he's so, he created such a place, beautiful place to be. I have the awe of how small I am compared to Kodesh Baruch And then I contemplate that the Bershom Im calls that and how small I am and how great he is. He's interested in me, he cares about me and he created a beautiful place for me to be in. And the cycle starts over again. And you cycle back and forth. So, so the Malachim, Chazal say that they, they have this cycle. They run forward to come to close to Kodesh Baruch Hu, and then they have the, then they jump back from the awe of the presence of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. The Rotzer Vishayv, they run forward and then they, they jump back. So the human being goes through that cycle. So Shoshana is a very, very powerful example of this cycle. On the one side we see a Parashim's Malchus, and the, he created the world, and look what type of world he made, and look how wonderful the Kodesh Baruch Hu is. And we have expressions of Ava through the davening. They have, we have moments of Yira, of how little and weak and small I am compared to Gadosh Baruch Hu. So you have it, you know, the Melech Elyon, the Melech Yevyon, the Amnathana Toikiv, Kihunaru Oyon, 
right? And then you have a kids with the shosecho. You know, you, you jump back and forth like the motions are like awesome. You know, like, that's man. Man is mamish this this back and forth. That that Adam is Yisrael Miyov. Rabbi Sleivel Offer. He's he's what is he? He's a Cholam Yov. The Bereshit is Chayav Kayom, and the Bereshit allows us to be Mishabat him and to interface with him and, and have being ahead from him. So there's this Ava, you know. So we go back and forth again and again. So Rosh Hashanah, you know, the more we are aware of the, the godless of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the more we're aware of how how puny we are and how much we're, we're defective. So the same Rosh Hashanah, which is going to create, create Malchus, creates that, that spotlight of deficiency that we have. So if we would just stop there, we, we, would, we would be stuck. Rosh says, no, don't worry, I will take care of it. So Rosh created a day, which is a day of Islam Yeshua for us. Because we would be stuck. That was the first thought I had. So already or the shot is that it's, magnet, it's the light shown on us, on our magnifying our flaws. Right. And then she is the... The Russian says the way that they deal with it. That's one thought. Next thought, I've, I've told you this thought before, but it's important, Chazor, on this, this point. Rishel Salanter has, in, in, his, in, his, in the Ar Yisrael, in the letters, in the Mechtovim, so he has a, a very, very important Yisrael in Shuvah. And Sefer Achayim. He says a fascinating thing. He says that basically... The decision whether a person is written in Sefer Chaim or Sefer Mesim Shalom is up to the person himself. You write yourself in the Sefer Chaim. Says what's the definition of a Chai? Chai is growing; it's moving forward. There's Tzenua, there's Gidol, etc. If a person has set himself on a path that that without any extraordinary divine intervention, he's going to be doing shuva. He's put himself. He put in place mentors, learning Musar, be connected with the right people, etc. To the point that he's going. The natural flow of events is going to lead him to change, become a better person. He's a chai. He's margish. He feels. Right? A mace doesn't feel anything. A chai feels. See, he's defined himself as a chai. A person does not have that in place. Now, of course, of course the Kodesh Baruch Hu could intervene and create a life experience which, which will cause him to stop, etc. But that's not up to you. That, that you didn't do. So it says that right now the person is a mace. He's not being murdered. He's not noticing anything. He's not, not noticing. So the Russian says, fine. So that's what you are. That's what you are. He says, we, we put ourselves in the, in the Sefer Chaim and the Sefer Mace. And this is what he writes. Whether we recover our life, it's a life of chayim, of growth, of movements, of being margish, not being, not being, right? Chayim is painful. There's, there's things that you notice that you're not happy with, and you say, you know, I don't want that, I want to change. So I can deal with it by, by deadening the feeling. I just can't deal with it, so I just deaden it. That's a very dangerous place to be, that I'm stuck. She so says, so you don't need to correct yourself. You use yourself on a path that you will correct yourself. That's tshuva. Because tshuva is just a, it's, it's just a change of direction. There's a, there's a board from the, 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 the Balatanya that he says something, and you know, it's one of those lines that it's, it sounds awesome, and we try to translate it into Lamaisa. What does it mean? He says, Imagine you have two people 
which are back to back and facing in different directions. So they have two ways to reach each other. They can walk all the way around the whole world and come and come face to face. They can just turn around and see each other. It says Chuba just turn around and see. Kershaw is right there. You have to go all the way around the world to find him. You just have to turn around and he's right there. That's what the Shulchan Aruch. That's what the Baal says. What? Right, right. That's what he. That's that, that, That's what he says. It's a beautiful word. Like what does it mean? Like what does that mean, Lamaisa? How, how do you do that? Right, you know, it's like you know, yeah, yeah just snap your fingers and turn around, and there he is. I don't know, like you know, there's a lot of people who don't seem the snapping the fingers thing just doesn't seem to work. It's a beautiful board, but what does it mean, Lamaisa? Yeah, it's so easy, so close. Yeah, just like you know, just what decide. <laughs> you know, there's a lot, of, a lot of jokes about New Year's resolutions for reason. You know. <laughs> The Jewish version of it, you know, like I once had you know, by by Litvisha, you get Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, and then you have Shana Rabbah. So, like, you know, it's like the version says, "Listen, I know you blew it after Yom Kippur. At least maybe I'm Hashanah, you should still be okay, you know." Seen him at his first Hanukkah because the Pasha that he had Rachman is literally another another one, you know, like you know, it's Hanukkah. So if I did, you know, you'll make, you know, by then you'll maybe do Shuvah again. Like, you know, we make fun of it because you know we know that realistically, so he's still saying that that that's not what you need to do. You need to make a decision that where I am is not is not comfortable. The goal of Rosh Hashanah is to make you uncomfortable. To the point that this is not acceptable. The where I am is not where I want to be. And I'm going to change. So once you make that decision, you've changed already. Because you, you're put, now putting in place the things which are going to, to make that happen. So you don't have to fix the problem. You have to set in motion all the steps which are necessary for that. Which the, the, and the primary step of that is the, the, the strong decision that this is not acceptable. I have to be different. So, so that's not so hard. It's just it requires a, a, a awareness of that this is not acceptable. An honest awareness that I, I, I'm not comfortable with this reality. So, what emotion do we have when we have that that regish? When what I want to be and what I am are two different things. It's called busha. That's what busha is. Busha is the, the I'm ashamed. I can't believe I did that. Right. So, a person has a very close friend, and they're really very close. And one day, whatever reason, he cops him. He cops him. Uh, you know, Yitzhar cops him, and he tells some, a private thing that the friend told him in confidence, which is very embarrassing to the friend. And the friend comes like, "How'd you do that? Why'd you do that?" And he says, "You know what? You're right. I, 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 I'm embarrassed that I did that. I'm ashamed that I did that." It's not who I am. I'm your friend. I didn't want to do that. I don't know. Whatever reason, I just got into. I got into. I don't know. I can't believe I did that. I don't want to be that person. I wish I wasn't that person. I, I, that's how you feel. That's tshuva. That's the first step of tshuva. Is I can't believe I did this. Right. The problem is that. Say, imagine we lived in a society. Be very easy. Imagine you live in a society where everybody's exotic. Right, everybody learns twelve hours a day. Even if they're working, they work for six hours a day. They're twelve hours a day. They sleep for three and a half hours. They dive in for like seventeen hours a day, and they eat like you know crackers and water. You know, like five. Right? Nobody says any lashon hara. They look around like this. Right? Don't help me like this. You know, imagine we live in such a society. Right? Eventually, we'd be uncomfortable not being like that. 
Because why are alcoholics embarrassed? If everyone in the society would be alcoholics, they wouldn't be so embarrassed. The answer is because most people in the society are not alcoholics. So that's why, you know, I think I told you my story about it. I once, once went to an AA meeting. Tell you the story? Yeah. yeah, right. So one of the things the guy said was, like, you know, he's taking the stuff out to the, to the garbage. So he has his bag of bottles. And it's clinking against each other. And it says, you know, and he likes trying to make them be quiet, you know, because like, you know, the whole, he's imagining the whole block is looking at him taking the bag out to the garbage. Because he's embarrassed. Why? Because nobody else is doing that. Everybody else will be walking out on Monday morning with the same bag, nothing to be embarrassed of, right? right? So, we, if the society which was around us would be on a higher level, we wouldn't be comfortable where we were. We'd be ashamed. But we're not ashamed because we live pretty much normal within our society. But, but if a person stops a moment and says, okay, but am I really happy with where I am? I know I could do much better. I know it could be better. I don't really am not happy with what I am. I really wish I would be better. And I feel really like, not uncomfortable with where I am. That's the feeling of Busha. So Chazal say a person does an Avera and, and he's Mispayish, Moiklam like. Why? Because that, that's, that's the act of defining that's not who I am. So the Ramah says that Midarki Achuva, the Ramah Achuva in Parak Bays, the Ramah says a fascinating lesson. Says that one of the, one of the points of Midarki Achuva is so. Chazal said the different things. Midarki Achuva, these are shabbat tzayik tabel lefnei Hashem. They've chivas hakol. We daven a lot. We say stalk a kvikaychay. We say harmin adaber shachatavay. Stay far away from whatever that was. Umeshana shmoy, and you change your name. So what it means change your name. You add another name, like Lorlena, a person who's very ill, they add a name. Klaimer. I'm your uncle. That's what Shuvah is, Ramam says. He's saying, saying, I'm not accept, I, cannot, I cannot accept the fact that I'm that person, that I did that. That's not, that's not acceptable to me. How am I going to change it? How am I going to work that out? We'll work that out. But if I get to that hachlota, I've changed my direction. That's what the Balatanya means. I don't have to run to the end of the world to fix this out. I just need to turn around and say that's not... I don't want to be facing... I want to be facing this way. I don't want to be facing that way. I want to be facing this way. And that has to be an honest turn. They once... once heard from um, Regressive Yazel. Didn't hear from Regressive Yazel. Heard the name of Regressive Yazel. Atla from the Varadik. Says Chazal say... That you, if you make for me a pesach kachul shalmachet, I'll make for you a pesach shagolim mikronis the olam yardim boy. It's going to be large enough that push the, the wagons with their the axe and carry moving them is going to go through that. Says we never made that pesach kachul shalmachet. Never made that pesach. I, we're not getting this like you know haftacha the uh, gigantic openings. You know, he says we made that pesach. There's different, different ways of making holes, different things. He says. You have a bucket of water, and you put your hand in. You made a hole in the bucket of water. Put your hand out. It's not a hole anymore. Right? Make a hole in butter. Stick your finger through it. Right? It softens. It comes back together. Maybe there's a little bit of a hole left. Over. There's a hole in uh, wax. There's a hole in wood. There's a hole in metal. He says the hole of metal is permanent. That's the hole of Russian wants. 
says, well, what makes it permanent? He says, Musr. That a person puts himself into a, a, a system where not that I, that I have something in the regular basis of my life which is going to remind me that that's not what I want to be. So it's not, I, I, he says, so the ultimate Kellum says that the person wants to make one of Kabbalah for a session of the Kabbalah should learn Musr regularly. Whatever Musr works for you. It doesn't have to be, you know, like... One of the one of the reasons I remember we, we, we always had like you know the, the initiative was that Musir Mishil Shoshonim. If you say Musir Shishil Mishil Shoshonim, so Shoshonim is not it's not a very it's it's not an inspiring safer. It's not written to be an inspiring safer. It's written to be a safer of Cheshbon thought process. It's very Oiske Cheshbons. There's these are the issues. These are the reasons why you want to do them. These are the benefits of doing them. These are the challenges why you're going to have. These are why people don't do them. This is what you have to stay away from. Next. Okay, now you move to the next Madrega. It does the same thing. It's like a very, it's, it's a push, it's like a ledger. Right? So if you need inspiration, don't learn Mrs. Sure. You know, you know, so what, what safer inspires you? Each person has different things that inspire them, whatever it is. But your person needs to constantly, the regish has to be in this error again. Of like, remind me, I'm not that guy that, you did, that last, that did that before. I'm a different person. And the reaction to that is the feeling of charata and busha. So now, next step. So the Ramam comes along and says that what's tshuva? Ramam says, so Rabbeinu says three parts of tshuva. He says there's charata. So that's where he's describing that as charata. I'm not, I'm not, I regret that I did this. I'm not comfortable with the fact that I did this. Asif is a chet, which means I set in process a way to stop doing the vera. And we do it. The Ramam adds another step. Okay, so that's he calls it even a chet. He regrets that he did it. And the one who knows the hidden secrets will, will testify about him. They ain't going to do it again. The Russian was going to testify, you're not going to do it again. And it was talking about as a source of, and then you have to say Vidui. So we spoke about the Vidui part of it. Ram says three steps. So what's his third step? Right? You have a Zachat and you have Kharat. The version has to be made, you're never going to do it again. So we're out. Like, you know, I don't know about you, but I'm out. Like, you know, like, the Mabitz is not like that. The Mabitz says the cold, that Shuba is not the same thing as Dalminim. Like, you know, if, if a person takes a Lulav and an Esrg and a Dasim and a Rabbis, it's like he didn't do three quarters of a Mitzvah. Garnish Katah. Right? The person has four, he has only, he only has enough strength for three, three, three corners. So he puts the three corners, like the three quarters of a Mitzvah. Right? He didn't do any Mitzvah. Garnish Katah. He says, Shuba, each step, each one by itself is some level. L'chol, Shuba, Timsa, Kapor. I didn't fix it totally. The fact that I regretted it is something. Like, the fact that I, I regret it is, is in the, the kind of the fact that I'm not comfortable with that, with that, that action that I did. I, re, I regret this. Right. So that's, that itself is an act of expelling it to some extent from you. Then there is, I, okay, I put in place processes to make sure it won't happen again. No, I'm not promising, you know, that it's perfect. It's, it's, a, it's a path. There's ups and there's downs. But I'm on a road. So what's this? So the, the answer I, I just now saw, so Rabbi Yaman Zilber Zatzal, in his peerage on the Rosh, 
he says you have to go back to the halacha aleph. That was halacha be, parakbeis halacha beis. Halacha aleph was aze hitshuva gemura. Now the shuva gemura is that a person ends up being in the exact same situation and he overcomes. He suggests that this ram is a, is a continuation of the first halacha. So the ram says shuva gemura is you get, the opportunity comes and you, and you control yourself. Okay. I, I always understood my Hitshuva that, that, that's Shuvah Gemurah, but what's like basic Shuvah? Like the next, he said, no, this is the Hemshech from the first one. Shuvah Gemurah is, the, the expression of it is that when the person is tested. So what does it mean to do? Shuvah Gemurah requires Yudaya Talumah, you're never going to do it again. And we, and we see people who've done that, right? A person who would, was living a secular lifestyle. And he changes his lifestyle. We can be uh, 99% certain he ain't going back to his old style, lifestyle. I mean, at the beginning, maybe, you know, at some point the guy's been through for 10 years. He's like, oh, you know, like, you never know. He might, you know, one day just throw it all off. I mean, it's a possibility, but it's not any higher probability necessarily than the guy who was born FFV, right? As far as we know, he changed who he is. End of conversation. It's a fascinating nusach. Some of the person wants to ask me if I'm a Balchuva, I said, Halavai. Because my bit says that the definition of Balchuva. The person was like, buy them over tshuva. It's like a balabayas, you know. I'm, I'm, the, ba- I'm the baal tshuva. Baal tshuva is a tremendously chash of appellation. Uh-huh. says, the person is a shove. To be to baal tshuva, whether I'm called tshuva gemara, the, the, the mabit calls baal tshuva. Right? That the person is, has, total, has total control over his way. He's not going to do it again. That's what a baal tshuva means. Right? So, you know, these people talk about baal tshuva. They might have changed their life. They're not going back. Right, barring an extraordinary circumstance that the person will, as, you know, but given the, the derech hatev of their life, they're not going back. So, uh, that, there's a yudayat If you want to get that much rega, but like the, my bit says, but the chol that's that's bal tshuva. But a person who doesn't have that, he's still a shav. So if I set in motion a process where I'm going to change, albeit with ups and downs, like, like the stock market, you know, over a period of time, it, 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 the value goes up. But it's not, it's not a smooth path. Right? There's ups and there's downs along the way. And there's some days which are really, really frustrating, right? You know, really, really nerve-wracking. But if the overall process is climbing, that's a form of tshuva. You've redirected who you are. I think it's a very important point to recognize that. Um, One last point I want to share with you. I said a word, if I recall correctly, the Rashiva Baruch Sarotskin said this. So if I got it right, this is what he said, it's his. If not, it's mine. If it makes sense, it's his. <laughs> um, so there's a, there's a famous marshal that the, that the, uh, the Ben Yorna in the beginning of beginning of Shabbat Shabbat brings. Everybody has a kasha on it. And that's if it's a medrash. But the kasha is gewaldic. And so it's like, what's pshat? So he's talking about this idea of, 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 of not doing, that the fact that people don't do tshuva right away, and that's in, it's, a person should do tshuva as quickly as possible. <coughs> he goes through multiple arguments why a person should do tshuva as quickly as possible. <laughs> the more you push up in doing tshuva, <laughs> the punishment for that is terrible. Because the Russian gave you an opportunity to fix it, and you're not using it. 
So that's true of the whole year. Kabbalah Kharman is true during during the, the, the Kupa, where, where the Russian makes Shuba easier. He knows the Russian is angry at him. And he knows he has the solution. And he ignores it. So that's almost a chutzpah. Um, and like, he's like saying to Russia, you know, I'm not, I'm not spoiled from what you might do to me. Yeah, you know what? It's yeah. garnished, yeah. Right? That's what I'm saying. He also says that um, that a person is ma'achem b'shuva because this way, if if the, the opportunity of a bear comes again, if he had done shuva, he wouldn't do it again. He'll like do it again. The long each time you do it, the fact is it's harder to change, etc. But in this first argument, he brings a marshal. There's a kachal listim shechavoshem amelach b'sasurim. There is a group of bandits who were caught. The king, the king put them in the dungeon. Now, dungeons, the good old king's dungeons, are not like are the modern prisons. You know, <laughs> you know, like the person was put in this dark, damp, little dinky cell with the rats and the mold, and you know the to rot for the rest of his life until they took him on. They hung him. There was like you know, so there were the two options ahead of him. Either he's going to rot, he's going to rot, or he's going to hang. Right. So they they the, the list him. Dug a tunnel to get out of the, the, out of prison. Partsu and they broke through, and they all ran away. one remained. So the person in charge of the prison came, the dungeon. He sees the hole. He sees the tunnel. He sees this guy still there. When he hits him with a stick, I'm like sheyoyim. That's the end of the quote. Okay? Is that what the quote So, she says, you know, you're like, you know, you're like, you know, fool. There's a hole. Go. Right? So that's what that's, that's the matter. So everybody said, like, I don't understand. This is the one guy who listened to the king and didn't run away. She should reserve a medal, not a patch with a stick. So that's Tarutzim. But the question beyond the Tarutzim is like, what, Chazal couldn't come up with a better marshal. <laughs> okay, right. Like, but he gave a So what, what are Chazal saying? Chazal is saying that this is not a, this is not a thought process which takes place in the head. The instinct of preservation of life is one of the most basic instincts that a human being has. Right. You see a person is walking along and something starts to fall. He protects his head. Now, the thing which is falling weighs 3,000 pounds. It's not going to help. It's not a rational action. This is the instinct of self-preservation, which a human being has, which is an instinct. Right. The act of running away over here is instinctive. It's part of the human being's nature. If this person didn't run away, it means he pushes, he's, not, he's not this ball from what the king's going to do to him. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't affect him at all. Because if it would, it wouldn't be okay. You know, and I'll sit there like I'm being like a king. Like, that's not what happens. Chazal used this much, which has this kasha, Badafka, to show you how Chazal perceived hate. 
chetz is the equivalent of the natural instinct to run away. There's no logical place that a human being would be near a chetz. It's totally illogical. It's totally against your nature. To the point that the natural reaction is run. Without any consideration, without any, rational, without any thought process, that should be the natural reaction to hate. So I think that's what, that's what Chazal being Maramas over here. That, you know, like we need to get ourselves to the point of the, you know, the, the point over here is I, I'm going to change. Right? Set myself in this process of changing because I, I, I cannot abide that I'm that person. I cannot live with that reality. It's totally not who I am. I need to get uncomfortable. I need to get so uncomfortable with that reality that I'm going to change. I need to get to the point where like, this is so intolerable to me. It's like the guys that I, can't, I, I cannot stay in the, in, the, in the dungeon. I have to leave. That's what Chazal aiming, aiming, wants us to feel like when it comes to hate. Which is not where we're holding. But part of what Rosh Hashanah does is it does that for us. If we're a person would be misbinding in Rosh Hashanah, honestly, so he says in a different letter, he says, person realizes that his, the li- his life and the life of all his loved ones are on the line. He says, the purpose isn't the pachat. The purpose is the awe of the danger which I'm in right now. And I need to fix it. I can't, it's not acceptable where I am. He says, I would react. I, 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 cannot, I cannot continue as if nothing's going on. I need, I need to do something. I need to address it. I had a Talmud here, Yeshiva, who was, Nebuchadnezzar was in a situation where he was driving and a friend got killed. The, um, the, the, the family sued him for negligence. And the you know the and I remember the day he had to go to court. He was like white with with fear. You know whether they, what they what they could do to him. It wasn't it wasn't a criminal case. It was you know it was a, it was litigation between two parties. But the he should be found guilty in court that he's being negligent for somebody else's death. Was so overwhelming to him that he would. He, he was like he was white. I said, "Oh, that's what Rishonim must look like." That's what it means. Then, so the purpose of dinner, Rishonim says, is is to get us uncomfortable. We don't like being uncomfortable. Right? The purpose of Rishonim is, is, is to shine this tremendous light on us and say, "You know what? You're really not looking good." And there are consequences. So, like, what are you going to do? And the Russian says, you know, that you know, I, I'm a vater and I give space, etc. But I, I, I have expectations. Like, I, you know, I also deserve to be dealt with nicely. It's a two-way street. I've done a lot of nice things for you. I'm the Malach, and I've been open to keep gave all these wonderful things, and like, what have you done back? Like, stew in that thought for, for a little bit, please. And the reaction should be like, okay, I, I can't. I, 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 you're right, I can't. I cannot, 
I cannot accept this is who I am. I was ungrateful. I was insulting the Kodesh Baruch Hu. I was. I've done things which which are beneath what, I did, what, what the Russian deserves. What I what I should be. And I, I need to change. And if that, we can get get that to honest emotion. We're just totally different people. I'm not that person anymore. Rama says, "I'm a different person." Rama has a beautiful lotion. Later on in Hilchus Shuvah. Shuvah <laughs> I once heard from Yaakov Galinsky that um, he spoke, he did, 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 you know, in uh, one of these secular venues, a you know, big stadium in Tel Aviv. So as he was coming out, there was a secular reporter over there who was interviewing one of the attendees. And he says, he asked him, like, um, who do you think is greater? You or the guy in B'nai B'rak who... So the, the reporter wanted the guy to say, like, you know, says, I'll say the Belchub was greater, like, you know, like, we're, I'm better than the guys in B'nai B'rak. That's what he wanted to say. The fellow said, the guy in B'nai B'rak is bigger than me. He said, why? I wasn't ready to hear that one. Right? He says, because I was out there, and I know there's nothing no click out there. The guy in back in Bayrock thinks there's something good out there, and he still still stays in yeshiva. That, that's that's godless. You know, I know there's nothing out there. He thinks there's something out there, you know, right? But the so but on the other hand, once a person is Tom Tom it's hard to it's hard to change. We're not denying that it's hard to change. 
you know, tshuva is we're making it sound like you know yeah it, a, a real the change in direction is a very significant move um Leib Kassman says that uh, this week, you know, should we saw the Shemel Kecha? So Russian says to to Ruvain, and therefore, therefore, Russian promises that the one will be Pesach B'Shuvah the Klai, will be from from Ruvain, Shemel Ruvain, Hoshea was from Shemel Ruvain. So he said, remember, he was Pesach B'Shuvah, Adam the Chuvah, Chazal Adam the Chuvah, Kain the Chuvah. So what do you mean? Reuben was the first one to introduce the idea of tshuva. It says Reuben introduced the idea of tshuva, not on the veir, but on the on the meter which caused it. He says his issue was pachas kamayin. His issue wasn't the bilbul yitzri The issue was the fact that he was pachas. And he did tshuva on the, that on the fact that he was a bit, he reacted bebehilus. He didn't think. He says because a person doesn't do tshuva on the meter. He says it's like a, like a guy gets on a boat. He needs to travel to the west. He's going for about a day, and he realizes they're going east. He says, "No problem." He gets on the boat. He says, "Walking west." <laughs> I'm going west. He says, "Do what I mean." Okay, right to matter, right? I got it backwards, but okay, but the same idea. Yeah. He says, "You know, you're going. It doesn't help you because the meat is going to slap you." So when we say a person is going to change. It means you have to change the foundational element of who you are. Right? That you're really going to change that. So that's hard, but at least it's a change in direction. It's, 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 it's an extraordinary thing, though. Bali Chuva, you know, the Bereshit doesn't expect them overnight to become, you know, Chavos it's, it's 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 a change of direction. It'll take time. They're going to learn. They're going to integrate. They're going to grapple with things. It's a process. Nobody's expecting when you take a secular guy, you make him from that, you know, overnight he's going to, like, you know, all of a sudden, like, memorize all the lochas and keep Shabbos, all of the pitchers, and, like, have no qualms about it and just be totally happy with it. If, we, if the guy would do that, we'd say he's unhealthy. Right? He's not, and it's not going to last. It's not real. But for ourselves, when it comes to we're you know we're from and you're right, we're like you know if I don't really really make a real change and like and it lasts and it's perfect and it's like it's not real, like that's what we do to ourselves, and that's not fair because what the result of that is is we end up doing nothing because I set the bar so high so like you know I can't do that so. Right, so I might as well just, like, you know, just like you know, go through the motions, you know, the Davinim Kippur, and you cry a little bit and get right there, you know. <laughs> I once had this aura, and then I'll let you guys go. So Russian says that 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 their year for me. Was done out of rote, out of milamada, because that's how they were trained. So, what does the pasuk mean? It says they had gira. It didn't. It wasn't that they were total. They were. They were. Inside, the guy couldn't hear less, and he just going through the motions. You can't call that gira. But the gira see. They had gira, but the gira was milamada. There's a guy when he comes out, you know, he starts getting a little bit more nervous, he starts diving a little harder, and then he cries and rushes on a little bit, and he makes a Kabbalah during his and it's honest. Because it's on the clock. 
It's Galdus, Galdus, Cry here, you know? You know? And, and, it, and he does it because that's what you're supposed to do. And he, and he means it. But, like, what, what does that mean that you, Rosh Chodesh all of a sudden you turn on the, on, on, on the, on the faucet? Why did it bother you there, you know, and, and on, on the, you give him a Sivan? It's not that time for Juba right now. It's the wrong, wrong session of the time of the year right now. It's, um, oh, let me check. Can I watch? You know, I, that's how we, how we function. What? Summer vacation, right? <laughs> no Juba during summer vacation. That's what you get. That's your Right? I had a car in Yeshiva. He says, you know, it's a mitzvah to Mekayim Sukkim. Say, Ellie, right? It's a mitzvah to Mekayim Sukkim. Okay, where are we going with this? I, I already know. Like, it says, the Pusik says, it's not like Borshish Yasta Nobody's perfect. I want to make sure that Shomelech is not a liar. And I make sure that you know, I do things wrong. That's why Shomelech is not a liar. And I said, okay. Yeah. I knew this was going. It was going somewhere interesting. You know? um, but, you know, these the, the things that we, we, we should, it shouldn't be because that's, we've set up a life cycle and a lifestyle. That therefore things that once in a while, pap, you know, based on the standard of my lifestyle, they're going to pop up, and I'm going to do them sincerely when it happens. But it's dangerous when it's a cycle. There's no, when it's a lifestyle. Yira, Amuna, Shuva, these type of things can't be on a, on a cycle. Can't be on a style, on a calendar. Can't be on a lifestyle. Because the, as much as there's elements of sincerity when I do them, but there's an element of insincerity in the fact that they're, they're done on the calendar. So that's, a, that's one of our challenges we have here on the ruin. Right? It's hard to have Yira, but the Yira itself will be Mimim Lomada. And we want an honest Yira to the point that you know, it's really... That's why, partially, why you're not of Tishrei, a lot of the things change. It's not on the calendar anymore. So, okay, no problem, you know, next year, right? So you feel a little bit bad, you know, that's part of the, the calendar is, and you're not officially, sure you feel bad about that, that your Kabbalah is not going to last. Like, it's part of that, it's, it's written in the calendar. <laughs> and it's also in the calendar. Feel bad about what, you know, right? Now, on, on Gimel Keshwin, you say, like, what were my Kabbalahs again, right? Oh, I really feel bad, I really should do something about that. You know, that's Gimel Keshwin. And then, you know, somewhere like, you know, about Kafei Kislev, you say, like, I can't believe I'm, I'm this way. You know, I, that's what we do. Every year, the same cycle. It's it's era. I mean, it bothers me to some extent, but it's milamada. That's that's the danger. It has to be that. But if I can get to a point where something is real, that's what they said. They, they said you know that the Bali Muslim would say, make one a small Kabbalah. The point it wasn't the small Kabbalah. The point is that it should be real. So if Chazal writes, it says the Russian hates Shaker. So one mashu of a change, which is MS, is he's much happier with than a lot of half-hearted things, changes within the being shaker. But, but, but the point of a change is I made a decision. I, I'm not comfortable with being that person. I'm going to change. Yes, it's going to take me a thousand years. I don't care. But that's irrelevant. That's not the point. So I, I, I'm trying to have it in here. So, 
there is a sefer called Yisoda Chuba from the sefer. There's a little kuntras, like four pages long, from Rabbeinu Yerner called Yisoda Chuba, and he sets up a system of how to, to set up your seder of changing. And then he says at the end, or not the end, in the middle, he says, if, he says, you keep this system. Even if a person passes away, the person will give him scars if he lived a full life and he did, did, did these things the whole lifetime. He says, "Could you set in place a system which will which will carry you to the mitzvahs?" So the says, "The fact that I took away your life doesn't take away your opportunity to get the scar because I'll be there at you're going to get it." So you put the system in place. Even it's going to take time. Even you don't ever. It, it, it doesn't. The guy passes away before it finishes. It's irrelevant. It doesn't make a difference because you set up the system.